0: So you may have seen some members of the 2024 recruiting class and even some players on LSU's roster tweeting over the weekend, hashtag br. What does that mean exactly? You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. All right, what's up y'all? Welcome into Locked on LSU. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Plus also you can check us out on YouTube as well. So if you're listening to the podcast on the go, that's awesome. Thank you for listening. You can listen on your preferred podcast platform, but also remember that you can watch the podcast as well. So throw it up on your smart TV, on your computer, on your smartphone, however you like to listen, wherever you like to listen, just appreciate you for making us your first listen every single day single day. Today's edition of Lockdown LSU as well as all of our recruiting content is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. So that's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. All right, let's get into it, because over the weekend and late last week, you may have been noticing some players that you might follow that are committed in the 2024 class tweeting out in unison, hashtag bussy bus to BR. You might be thinking, what does that mean? Uh, no, what is this in reference to? You may have known exactly what it's in reference to, but just to add some clarity, it was in reference to Terry Bussy. He is a five-star, one of the top Players in this 2024 recruiting class, a five star listed as an athlete could really play anywhere. He could be a two way player. A lot of people are projecting him to be a DB. From my understanding, he is being recruited as a DB, more specifically as a corner or a nickel. And he visited Baton Rouge this past Wednesday. Now, this is not a new relationship with Terry Bussey, but things have changed. So let's quick, before we get into what this means, what the future holds, why this is so important for LSU, who exactly is Terry Bussey? He is a five-star, like I said, two-way player, can play DP, can play receiver. He's just an athlete. He's from East Texas. So he's the number 11th ranked player nationally in the 2024 class, the number three player out of the state of Texas, and in the 2024 class the number one player listed as an athlete. So he's com- he committed, verbally committed to Texas A&M in September, never signed his national letter of intent and reopened his commitment. Whenever Jimbo Fisher got hired, whenever there was a new regime that was hired at college station. So he's been talking to different coaches and he's been taking visits. Now, just because he has not signed with Texas A&M, does not mean that Texas A&M is completely out of the picture because Texas A&M very much so is in the picture. More on that in just a second. But what makes Terry Bussey such an intriguing uh, recruit and a player with such a high ceiling is the things that he has, the combinations that he has that's not always very common. He's incredibly fast. He runs track in high school. He runs a sub four five forty, which it's crazy how, like over time, like a four-five might sound incredibly slow. And it's like, ah, if it's not a four-three, then he's just a slow poke. No, sub-4-5, especially when you're 16, 17 years old, that's quick. But he's also big, a rare combination of size and speed. Now, when I say big, I don't mean defensive tackle big I mean he is corner big 511 180 pounds so he's got the the size on him and the weight on him where the risk of injury is not as high but also the speed where he can you know go one for one with uh, with this even the speediest receivers out there he's just overall incredibly agile and incredibly athletic like I mentioned he can play several different positions. He even played quarterback in a high school. He also plays basketball, baseball, and runs track. So overall, just an incredibly athletically gifted kid. Was at LSU this past weekend. He was able to visit in person for the first time with the new defensive coaching staff. Now, of course he's had, he's had communication with the new defensive coaching staff and has maintained communication throughout the entirety of his reopened commitment with Brian Kelly. But this was the first time that he got to actually sit down with and meet with in person with Corey Raymond, who of course is going to be be doing a majority of the recruiting for Terry Bussey, assuming that they do in fact plan to recruit him and play him at the cornerback. at the cornerback position, so it's with new coaching staff, moving with a new defensive coaching staff, getting in front of him. Uh, Yet again, because that's not the first visit that he's taken to Baton Rouge. And this has been a long commitment on his first visit to Baton Rouge. um, Of course, there's been several unofficial visits, but being able to get in front of him yet again and to get in front of him this late in his commitment, I think has been a really positive thing for Terry Bussey. And of course, you always appreciate the recruitment happening from your recruits. We we talked about that before, how it can be incredibly valuable for some of these players to commit so early on and to get those guys in, in the early signing period, because they are going to do the recruiting for you. They're going to have the conversations with that person, whether it's via social media or when it's on visits, they're going to be doing the, the campaigning on social media. Like we saw this past weekend, hashtag, Bussy bus to BR. So that's exactly what that's talking about is Terry Bussey. One of the top players in the 2024 class and the top uncommitted unsigned player in the 2024 class and LSU is on the short list. So what does that short list look like? Why does LSU need him so badly? Why the push for a player like this? And what does LSU have to do between now? and the time that he signs to really close the gap. We'll get into that coming up next after just a few words from our sponsors. All right, I want to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. So that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. So a radio station that I work for, we were looking for a producer. We went to LinkedIn Jobs to help fill that role because we needed to fill that role quickly. It was in one of the most, the, the busiest times of the year. But also we went to LinkedIn Jobs because let's be honest, it's not like there's money that grows on trees. And LinkedIn Jobs was a wonderful tool for us that came for free. Plus, one thing that I love about LinkedIn is that it's not just another job board. I mean, LinkedIn had a vast uh, fast network. And more than a billion professionals, which, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals that you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all of that while making the process easy and intuitive. And LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many different hats, you might not have the time or the resources to hire. That's what we experienced when the radio station that I worked for was looking for a producer. But LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make your hiring process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. We know that that part might not always be the most fun part, two and a half small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. So that is such a wonderful testament to how great of a tool LinkedIn Jobs is. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, thanks again for making Locked On LSU your first to listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, we are part of the Locked On Network, your team every single day. And speaking of Locked On, we've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. So Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, rolling along here, Locked On LSU, Terry Bussey, the highest-rated, unsigned player, in the 2024 recruiting class was in Baton Rouge last week. Why is it so important for LSU to land a recruit like Terry Bussey? Well, first and foremost, (laughs) he's an incredibly talented player. There's not a team across America that wouldn't be better based off of how much Terry, you know, just the physical talent of Terry Bussey. And if the projections are right, if the the recruiting gurus and all of the analysis and all of the studying of his game is correct and he is, it is as good and will be as good at the college level that everyone is projecting him to be, then any team across America would be better because he is there. I don't care if for talking about Georgia or, you know, any of the other stacked rosters that you might look at coming down the pipe. I was going to say Alabama, they lost a whole lot of talent, but there's still a lot of talent on that roster. But, you know, let's just say Georgia is probably the most stacked roster on paper, um, across America. Georgia is pushing for Terry, Terry Bussey heavily as well. He's just that kind of player. He's just that kind of game changer. And also look, (laughs) he is projected to play a position that you need help at, help, depth, talent, at desperately. Now, you're bringing in a few pieces from the transfer portal. They landed Jarden Gilbert from Texas A&M via the transfer portal. You got a couple of guys coming into that position in the 2024 class. But those are pieces that can help you game one. I don't know where Bussy is an immediate game changer game one at the cornerback position, but he's still going to help you in year two and year three adds depth, adds talent. And what a fun project, so to speak for Corey Raymond to be able to work with a player that already has that much raw God given talent and ability, and to be able to take his game ideally to the next level. So that's why LSU is pushing for a guy like this. That's why you just for LSU, if they can to land a guy like this, because you're adding a ton of talent and you're adding someone at an incredibly important position. And the other aspect here too, he could make an immediate impact. It just depends on where you want that impact. to be. Everything that I've read says that he can make an immediate impact special teams, whether he's a returner, or, you know, wherever you would want to put him, I don't know if you'd really put him as a blocker necessarily, but just if his speed is as you know, great as everyone says it is, yeah, I would look at him at returner, maybe, you know, you have another option to Aaron Anderson, if that's what they decide to go down this year is putting Anderson back there as a returner. I don't see why not. Um, I would like I wanted them to, uh, the Brian Kelly and this coaching staff to try Aaron Anderson more at returner this past season, but at least gives you options, special teams wise. And I said, I don't know if Terry Busy can give you an immediate impact game one first game as a freshman, but I don't know that for certain. I always say, I'm never going to put all of my eggs into the basket of a true freshman to help me right away. Not even me not even just have a body out there, but to be a game changer but maybe they might see something differently. Maybe he is ready to make an immediate impact game one. And if he's, even if he's not ready to make an immediate impact defensively game one, you can hope that throughout development and spring practice and summer and throughout the course of a season that he'll be able to contribute more and more and more. And also look at last season. I don't think that Brian Kelly and the rest of this defensive coaching staff really wanted to have to rely on the true freshman to step up. Look, stuff happens. Like injuries happen. Life happens. And sometimes you have to do things that you're not necessarily prepared to do or didn't necessarily want to do. But hey, you got to have bodies anyways. And that is something that this cornerback room needs desperately, is depth and it needs talent. Uh, And overall, I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, you need to get Terry Bussey because that's going to push you into the top three in recruiting class rankings, or you need to get this because that's going to push you to this many four or five stars. I'm really not worried about all that. I don't care if you're the number two ranked recruiting class. I don't care if the number five or number seven or, you know, wherever rankings might put you. I mean, obviously you don't want to be like in the hundreds, but if one says three and one says five, what's the difference? Because I think that, you know, recruiting rankings anyways are incredibly subjective and it really could be, you know, one thinks that this guy's a four-star and one thinks that this guy is a five-star because – of you know, a difference of a few pounds or one day he's a five star the next day he's a four star. It, it can be incredibly subjective. Now those rankings matter and they're incredibly smart people that spend a lot of time and a lot of hard work coming up with those evaluations and the rankings and, and the, and the stars, so to speak. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, poo pooing the work that they do. I'm just saying don't live and die by the rankings. Don't live and die by the stars. Don't live and die by the evaluations that you might see on whatever recruiting website that you might look at. They're valuable tools that I use almost on the daily, but you don't live and die by it. How did the visit go? What is the latest that we have heard about Terry Bussey's recruitment since he went to Baton Rouge? Here's the tricky thing. And this is what Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider, shared with me, you know, throughout the last few times that we had a visit with Brian, is every time I've asked him about Terry Bussey, he has told me that they've been incredibly hush-hush. Incredibly hush-hush. That a lot of times, you know, you'll see players, we'll take a few visits, and it's really easy to see the writing on the wall, whether that's conversations that those people may have had, whether that's, you know, coaches, boasting about how well a visit may have gone. And of course, I mean, behind closed doors, not necessarily publicly, or, you know, you just hear people talk, you know, the, the rumor, the rumor mill is rumor one. So it's hard to get per Brian Smith hard to read on exactly where Terry Bussey has been, and where he is at the moment. Now, everything that I have heard, research that I've done conversations that I've had well, and LSU is on Terry Bussey's short list. Like I mentioned, Texas A&M is still on that list. Now remember, that's where he originally committed. He has a family history of uh, at Texas A&M. He's from Texas. East Texas, not too, too far from College Station. Texas A&M is in the mix. Georgia is also in the mix. Here's the tricky thing with Georgia. Brian Smith told me that Terry Bussey wants to go somewhere where he is at least thought of as an option, eventually, those are very vague terms, as a receiver, that he at least wants on the table an option of being able to play offense as well as defense. Now, what I have heard is that Kirby Smart is entertaining that idea. Of course, I mean, uh, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. And I don't know if there are certain promises that were made or not from Kirby Smart or promises that were made or not from Brian Kelly. But I would look at that with George's recruitment and say that's probably a bit of a leg up if that's what he wants is an opportunity at least to the ability to at least have a conversation once upon a time to play offensively. And that is the one school that is promising you that possibility, assuming that it is the one school. That I do not know. But Georgia uh, absolutely still is in the running, which is a couple dates to keep an eye on. National signing day is Wednesday. That opens up the signing period. It does not necessarily mean that you have to sign on that one day. So maybe we could see Terry Bussey sign on Wednesday. We might not. Uh, So that's just one thing to keep in mind. Again, awfully hush-hush about the timing. Awfully hush-hush about where he kind of is at where he's leaning. Uh but also today, Monday, February 5th, the te- the dead period starts. It's about a month long that bars any coach from in-person meetings with recruits. Now, you can still connect with them on social media, you can text, you can have phone conversations, but you cannot visit in person. Coaches can't go to them, they can't go to the coaches. So just keep that in mind. Things might slow down a little bit as far as things absolutely will stop as far as visits are concerned. But if you start to see a little bit uh, after National Signing Day, recruiting conversations start to slow down, little tidbits from recruiting start to slow down, that is most likely why. But great on LSU to be able to get Terry Bussey into the building, to have face-to-face conversations, and have that in-person communication before that dead period starts, and of course, before National Signing Day on Wednesday. All right, as far as DBs are concerned, the future of DBU at LSU, I know everyone's very excited about Corey Raymond, but What happened with Jalen Bell, a cornerback that committed in the 2025 class that we learned over the weekend has decommitted. Should we be concerned? We'll get into that coming up next after just a few words from our sponsors. I want to tell you about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So If you are like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. So one of my favorite things about Super Bowl Sunday, obviously, of course, is the Buffalo Chicken Dip. I also love playing the Squares game where you say, you know, over, under, National Anthem, what color is the Gatorade? absolutely love that. But you can also make bets on FanDuel and FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with W or two or three. And not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown. I love Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown score. Also, how many points will be scored and so much more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. There's a little bit of news coming out over the weekend that Jalen Bell, a three-star cornerback in the 2025 uh, recruiting class who committed to LSU uh, back in the fall, in November, late in the season, has decommitted from LSU. Now, whenever I see a decommitment or a transfer, I always have to ask myself, why? As fans, Myself included, we are all guilty of this. Whenever we see something like that, a decommitment, a transfer, what, a, a request to be released from an NLI, which is, you know, probably a much bigger deal, any uh, of those things happen. I, we always have a tendency to freak out and just assume the worst. So let's break this down. Why did Jalen Bell decommit from LSU? And is it reason for concern? Well, why did Jalen Bell decommit from LSU? I don't know that. However, I can guess a couple of things. First and foremost, Robert Steeples was the coach at, was the, the DB's coach, cornerback at LSU when Jalen Bell committed to LSU. What's changed since then, ding, 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 you got it. Robert Steeples has since been let go. So I always say, look, you, you know, recruits, they commit to the coach. They don't commit to the school all the time. They'll say, commit to the school. Don't commit to the people. Yeah, right. I mean, this is a relationship driven business. You are not committing to, you know, Clemson just because you like, because you like the state of South Carolina. No, you commit to Clemson because you want to play for Dabo Sweeney or whatever, you know, position coach that you might like. If Jalen Bell committed to LSU because he wanted to play for Robert Steeples, then why would he stay at LSU if he wasn't going to be coached by Robert Steeples? I mean, after all, he's not a Louisiana kid. He's from the state of Georgia. So that's one reason that I believe that he probably decommitted. Another reason, I don't think that I don't know. In fact, I don't know what was the motivating factor, but I don't think that it helped that Jabore Antoine a four star five star cornerback how you know whatever recruiting website you might look at the time i read it now it's probably going to change until the second that you hear this um but Jory antoine committed to lsu in the 2025 class jabori antoine is a higher rated recruit than Jalen Bell is. And was a more highly pursued recruit than Jalen Bell is. Jalen Bell might be looking at the recruiting class as a whole, maybe looking at what he's walking into and saying, look, I don't don't think that I'm going to be the dude in this class. And I want to be the dude. I want to go somewhere where I am, you know, maybe the focal point at that position in that recruiting class. I don't know if that's the case or not. I don't know how Jalen Bell feels, but I can imagine that there might be some of that involved here. So with those two things in mind, and I could be missing something here. There might be some that I don't know, or you don't know, or we are not going to know. But I look at those two reasons and say, if those are both of the reasons or a little bit of this, little bit of that or one over the other, if those are the reasons why Jalen Bell decommitted from LSU, that doesn't concern me because it's not a coaching staff problem. It's not, not liking this coaching staff. It's just, they're not Robert Steeples and it's not, not getting something that he initially thought that he was promised. I think that is just natural. That is natural attrition that happens when you're this far in advance. And also it's natural attrition that happens when you have a turnover on the coaching staff. I think the changes that were made on the coaching staff were necessary. And I think that they were upgrades. I think they were good changes, but of course you want to be coached by a certain coach. You're going to go try to be coached by that coach somewhere else if and when Robert Steeples gets a new job or to commit somewhere where you're going to be coached by people that did, in fact, recruit you, because that is not the case with this coaching staff. So not a reason for concern, uh, but a couple of news and notes, just a few things to keep an eye on. Dominic McKinley, a defensive lineman in the 2024 class, and he has committed to LSU. He has not yet signed at LSU. So keep an eye out for that on Wednesday. Everything that I have heard, all signs point toward everything's good. Everything, you know, green means go. Nothing to be overly concerned about with Dominic McKinley, maybe with a last minute flip. But as we all know, crazy things happen, especially around national signing day. So just keep an eye on that with Dominic McKinley. And of course, the continued recruitment of Terry Bussey. But that's going to do it for me today. Thank you for making Locked on LSU your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And coming up on tomorrow's edition of Locked on LSU, the college football world views Garrett Nussmeyer as a breakout candidate in the 2024 season. What does this LSU recruit, excuse me, what does this LSU coaching staff need to do to ensure that Garrett Nussmeyer is poised and ready for a breakout season. We'll get into that on tomorrow's edition of Lockdown LSU.